Hey everybody, this is All Sports Are Bad. I am Patrick on the internet. And I am Jake Whipple. So it is NFL playoffs time. It is. We are we are at the divisional round. Um, my 49ers have managed <laughs> to find a way to get to a bye, so... Good, good congrats, for them. Congrats yeah. to me. I mean, uh, last last time we talked about this a very long time ago on this podcast is the last time you heard from us. Yep. So yeah, I was kind of like iffy on the 49ers. Now I'm full bore. 40 fucking Niners. <laughs> We're out here. We're looking at maybe a world championship. Who do they have next week? We have Vikings. Okay. That's a winnable game. Kirk Cousins is exactly the quarterback that the Niners are designed to beat up on. Mm-hmm. Now, Russell Wilson, that's a totally different <laughs> Different animals. We we're incredibly lucky to not have lost to Russell Wilson a couple weeks ago. It's true, um, but the well, the uh, Seahawks are beat up though. So if I don't yeah. know if they're gonna do much, they'll have um, the Packers next week in Green in, Bay in Lambeau yeah. <laughs> in the winter. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough draw. Is, uh... um, but the everyone, no one seems to be able to figure out whether or not the Packers are any good. Um, yeah. So I mean, they were thirteen and three. Or something like that. Like, their record is good, but and yet here we are. Everyone's, like, trying to just figure out whether or not they deserve to be. Because they won a lot of, like, close games where they played bad. And then they, they get beat up a lot. Yeah. Like, they got beat up by the Niners. I think the Niners just blew them out, mm-hmm. like, right off the bat. Like, the, the Packers lost the game in the first quarter. Yeah. And then it was over. Yeah, the Packers... I don't know. They got rid of Mike McCarthy... Um, <laughs> who is now back? Um, yeah, <laughs> um, who Jerry Jones um, had him over for a sleepover, <laughs> like like that like that one episode of House of Cards where they're vetting the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, um, yeah. So unfortunately, um, we are not yet rid of Mike McCarthy as a uh, fandom, but someday he'll go away forever. Um, then, uh, on the other side, the Ravens are going to play the Titans, which is probably going to be a bloodbath. You don't think, you don't believe in, uh, Ryan Tannehill? Uh, no. And Derek McHenry. Derek, mostly Derek McHenry. Is it, isn't <laughs> Derek, Derek Henry? Derek Henry. Yeah, Derek Henry. Um, I think Derek Henry's really, really good. Um, but I don't see any reason that the, uh, that the, um... Ravens won't destroy the Titans as a whole. Like, yeah, they're the best team yeah, in football. Like, they are. It's not even a. It's not even a joke. Like every, every, everything about them is great. Their defense is good. Their offense is like the most refined version of the Greg Roman mm-hmm. uh, RPO. Yeah, that has ever existed. He 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 ran it. He ran it. the first time we ever saw it was when he and Colin Kaepernick teamed up. Yeah, and they ran that offense, and it was mostly pistol read option. Uh, and it was very, very good. They went to a Super Bowl in their first year, and now it's so much more refined. Well, and they're, they're, uh, uh, what's what? Why? Why do I not have a word? Their players are better. Um, like, yeah, yeah. Their offensive, their offensive, complete package. Uh, they have a better offensive yeah. team than the 2012 Niners were. Yeah, well, because their tight end, um, what's his name? Um, I don't remember. I know exactly who you're talking about, yeah. and I'm like, it's not Kyle Rudolph. It's not Kyle Rudolph. That's, that's the, the guy other from one. the Vikings. <laughs> it's the. <laughs> it's like, it's, um, it's a very large white guy. He's <laughs> a big white dude, um, and uh, he is very, very good. Uh, Mark Ingram is very, very good, and looks like the free agent find of the year. Um, and then, of course, Lamar Jackson is incredible. Lamar Jackson, um, yeah, the MVP of the of the year. Uh, do they announce that? Did they announce that? I don't think they've announced it yet. Okay, um, I thought they used to do back 
maybe like five years ago, I feel like they used to announce MVPs right after. And now they now they're doing the yeah. baseball thing where they're like, let's let's not say the thing that everyone already knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I don't see any. There's no way you can't give him the MVP award. I don't think not after the year he's had. Yeah, I I there I don't see anyone better. There's literally no one. There's no one out there that's remote that can remotely touch him. For a while, at the first half of the season, people were looking at Russell, mm-hmm. who was we who had a in, great year. Yeah, in well, I mean, in in an episode that got lost in the Thanksgiving shuffle, <laughs> um, <laughs> we named him our our like what, athlete of the decade. Yeah, I think or, so. Uh, football player of the yeah, decade. football player of the decade. Football player of the Russell decade. Uh, was we drunkenly named him, and I think that's yeah. true. Yeah, I stand by that. I stand by that yeah. one million percent. And then we spent the rest of the episode arguing about Kanye West, which is why it didn't make it to publish. Because I was like, "There's like forty minutes of really good sports talk, and then we get drunk and we yell at each other about Kanye West." And it's like, I don't think anyone actually wants to hear that much. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. If there's a huge public outcry to hear where we rank Kanye West's albums, then we'll one day we'll, we'll publish t- it. One but... day we'll one day we'll cut it up and t- <laughs> no, I'll put it out there. But I I was gonna release it sometime over the break and like just listen to it for a second time and was like it's not really a sports podcast at all. This is just us yelling about music and television and Kanye West and then also we talked about sports a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, there was sports discussion while we um, talked about pop culture a lot. Yeah. Um, which is fine. It was a lot of fun. Oh, like, it, was. it was a good podcast, but was it a good sports podcast? <laughs> I did not agree. I did not think so. No, probably not. Um, we got sidetracked we, even more than normal. Add it to the <laughs> list of unreleased podcasts that will one day make it to the world. Like greatest hits of things we never published. B-sides. <laughs> EP. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The lost episodes. So, who do you just have this weekend? Like, who do you think is going to win each game? Um, so, what I want, what I would, the the playoffs that I want to see in the uh, championship round on the NFC side, I want to see the Niners and the Seahawks play again. Okay. Um, I want to. They think they were two of the better teams in football this year. They haven't had a bad game. No. Against each other. And like they split their regular season matchup, so it would be fun to see them do uh, play a third game for. Uh, to go yeah. to the Super Bowl and win the regular, like win the season uh, series, I think that'd be a really fun matchup. Um, I don't see any way it wouldn't be cool. Basically, yeah, um, that, that, that is the best option. I think yeah. for just for popularity wise, no one wants to see Green Bay go back to Silicon Valley and get the ship beat out. No, that sounds yeah. really <laughs> that really sounds boring. boring. <laughs> it sounds it sounds incredibly boring for the public. I would want to see that as a 49ers fan, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, and then you got uh, Chiefs Ravens would be my pick for um, the AFC. What I would like to see, um, I do, th- and I do think that will happen um, because the Ravens have the Titans, as we said. Enough. Who are the Chiefs playing? I don't even remember. Uh, the Texans. The Texans. Yeah, I think. Um, I certainly don't want to say it's a lock because uh, Deshaun Watson is very good and capable of winning a game on his own. Um, that was but, nuts. Yeah, that was great. I yeah. loved that game. I loved every every single thing about it. Uh, Josh Allen's ineptitude was mm-hmm. fantastic. Like he was basically like an unhinged puppy, just like unleashed on on the world, <laughs> making literally every possible mistake he could, but also somehow pulling it off. Yeah, no, he was doing like everyone's like, is this the game where Josh Allen's really gonna come into his own? I was like, no, he's not, unless this unless what his own is like being kind of like goofy and bad. <laughs> but 
Yeah, no, it's just not a not his not, not his day. When um, the when the rookie Josh Allen does it, it's adorable, and you see <laughs> you see an upside there. When Kirk Cousins does it, you just want him to shut the fuck up and stop. It's <laughs> just like you're too old to be this way. Yeah, you were you've been in the league for eight years. I don't want to see Kirk Cousins go out there and do Kirk Cousins shit. Mm-mm. And you know he always does. Yeah, nobody cares for that. Um, so yeah, I would. I think I actually think Chiefs and Ravens go through. I, I'm going chalk. I'm going um, on that side. And I think the. Um, I actually think the Hawks are going to lose in Green Bay. I. I it looks possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping for it, but I think the whole world wants Russell to pull it out. It's going to have to be Russell Wilson. Yeah. Although I mean, they have an addition to their ground game. <laughs> That are Sean have Lynch. Not mentioned. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, Beast mode is back. The, 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 I mean, that's really what's going to matter is um, Marshawn Lynch, the, ball, yeah. uh, the rookie whose name I'm forgetting, Homer? Something like, I don't know. He's really explosive. Every time, I don't get the Seahawks. Like, they yeah. always just have, like, a fifth string running back that is incredibly <laughs> explosive out of nowhere, and you're just like, okay. Thanks. <laughs> it's very strange how they managed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, but yeah, I don't. I think that could go one of two ways. Either the uh, uh, patchwork running game that they have put together since both of their starters got injured um, works and they have a shot at winning, or the fact that Marshawn has been out of football for like two years and everyone else is a rookie yeah. is going to catch up to them and it's gonna, they're just going to be all on Wilson. And throwing the ball in Lambeau and winner is not a great strategy to win the game if, if you're not Aaron Rodgers. My phone just fell. Yeah, well. It's very slippery. It didn't break, so everything's fine. I'm just going to let it be there for a while. <laughs> it can just live down there now. Uh, the uh, I think the big news, though, from the playoffs, outside of all that, is that the Patriots lost. Ah, fucking, you love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You really, really do. Uh, also, I'm going to actually take a moment, um, because I've noticed something that I absolutely hate. Um, in uh, fan bases, and this this hmm. is about um, well, I'll tie this into the Patriots in a second. But I've noticed uh, some transplants uh, will come will be around me on uh, football Sundays, and they'll ask me, "Did you see the game?" And they're not referring to the local football team that is playing or has played already in the day. They are referring to the Patriots. That's as hilarious. The game. I actually have yeah. I, I actually have something to say about something very similar to that. Uh, during this past Seahawks Niners game in Seattle, a bunch of Niners fans uh, made the trip up, and they had this. They have this organization called like the Seattle Faithful, the Seattle 49ers Faithful. Mm-hmm. They had a bunch of events that they named Seattle Invasion. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, you're killing me out here. I'm the one who has to fucking live here. You guys are coming up and shitting on everybody, all the locals who most of them. I get they're they're like partying at like the Queen Anne Beer Hall. I'm like, look. Look, Brad, no one in the Queen Anne gives a shit about the Seahawks. You're really just ruffling feathers for no reasons. <laughs> and like I'm He's the one problem. I'm the one who has to fucking live here in this city. <laughs> and maybe I want to wear a 49er hat and not be like rightfully harassed. <laughs> I'd like to be wrongfully harassed, please. Thank you, 49er fans. Chill the fuck out. Good advice. All around. Yeah. My point is be nice to people. My point is really just that you may be a fan of some other franchise and it may be very popular and very successful, but if you live in a city that has its own franchise in that league, the game is the local game. Oh yeah. Like that's wild. That's some that's some wild shit. (laughs) The audacity of (laughs) Hey, did you watch the game? And it's like 
there wasn't really a game on today. And it's like, the New York Yankees. I'm like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> Unless maybe you're talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, that's fine. Like Or like the World Series. World Series. Finals is fine. If you're talking about the game and you're talking about a finals, a championship, that's fine. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. But that, I, I'll give you that one. But not week three. Yeah, this idea that everyone cares about my favorite thing. <laughs> One of the wildest things is football fandom in general, I think, is so toxic. Like, the things that come out of people's mouths, you're just like, you wouldn't say this in any other situation. Don't say it now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's no, really like, you. it's like you wouldn't disrespect people in this way in any other world. But, like, because you're amped up on football, like, testosterone, you feel the need to say things that you would never say to people. Yeah. About regions, places, <laughs> types of people, things, and you're just like, whoa, that's crazy. You are way, way <laughs> out there with this right now. A little too invested, my man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, regardless of all that, to finish, to finish the thought about who my picks are, regardless of who wins my ideal Niners-Hawks matchup, I think the Ravens beat the Chiefs, and I think the Ravens win the Super Bowl. I think the Niners win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, that's a homer pick, but I'm going to give you a chance to justify it. Um, I really don't have a reason. They're not better than the Ravens. They're not. Uh, sometimes the worst team wins. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's really fair, that's all a, I got. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, if yeah. you have a puncher's chance in the Super Bowl, you can win the Super Bowl. I want them to win, therefore I'm taking them. Yeah, good. that works for me. <laughs> um, I think a Niners-Ravens uh, playoff or Super Bowl would either be an excellent game or just horrendous. Well, they played. They played this season in in Baltimore, and it went down to one possession. It was That's right. Oh yeah, final I remember seconds, that. Yeah. Uh, field goal, and we could actually won if Kyle Shanahan um, was smarter at decision making. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we 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 kicked a field goal instead of going for it on a fourth down. Cost the game. Yeah. Even though it made no sense to kick a field goal. Mm-hmm. And we're very good at converting uh, short yardage shit with right. our with their zone run game. No, I mean, that makes sense. Um, but I, well, I guess my the suggestion I'm making is that a Niners-Ravens Super Bowl either goes exactly like that, where it's very even, or the the Ravens uh, shut down Garoppolo and just their run game runs all over the Niners, and that's it. Yeah. Or I mean, the last time we saw Ravens-Niners, it was a classic. It was. It did not work out for me, but it, objectively a classic. Mm-hmm. So the history is good there, um, yeah. which is, but again, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad game. I'm saying it's one extreme or the other. Yeah. We either get another classic or we just get the worst football. Yeah. Well, back then the Niners were like the villains. Yeah. Not because like Jim Harbaugh is like a bad person, but for some reason it's so easy for people to not like Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Like, I don't really understand he's a, that. He's a weirdo. Like it's yeah, I mean, sure being a weirdo doesn't make you bad, but in the world of sports, being a weirdo makes you bad. It certainly makes everyone <laughs> to like, the public. Yeah. you have to be a, yeah, you have to just be perfectly square yeah. in order to be a football coach. Well, like looking back at all those like Niners Seahawks matchups where the Seahawks end up winning and like, mm-hmm. in like ridiculous fashion and they go to the Super Bowl and win. It's almost like, yeah, we were the bad guys in like revenge of the nerds. Like, we were the like dynasty bullies who yeah. are like from California, <laughs> the 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 okay. yeah, sil- based in Silicon Valley. We think we're better than everyone, <laughs> and like you know, our fans do shit like what they did two weeks ago. <laughs> and you know, Russell Wilson and Richard Sherman, the scrappy underdogs, managed to figure it out and win. I'm gonna flip this metaphor into Silicon Valley. You guys were Gavin Belson and Hooli. Yeah, we were Gavin Belson and Hooli. <laughs> yeah. Except the thing is. 
The Seahawks were also uh, Pied Piper, which sounds like an underdog story, but actually they're all just as shitty as Gavin Belson. That was the point of Silicon Valley, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's that at the end of the day, the underdog startup is still... Go- they, they, they have dreams of being just as shitty as the shittiest giant corporation mm-hmm. because capitalism is bad. Yeah. And that was the point of Silicon <laughs> Valley. Good show. <laughs> it did give us a uh, giant Russ Hanneman uh, hologram in the meantime. That was good. Yeah. I'm going to, before we get to our topic, I want to segue a little to another Russ Hanneman thing. Did you know that he's in the office? I did not, no. He's the, he's the key grip that Pam uh, has a crush on. Or that he has a crush on Pam. Oh, actually, really? When she's married. Yeah, he's the key grip. Yeah. I saw him recently in an episode, like we were watching, and I was like, oh, shit. It's fucking Russ Hanneman. This guy fucks. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, let's drink some tequila. <laughs> Trace Comas. Trace Comas. <laughs> like, now I can't, I can't watch the, the, that arc of The Office without thinking, that, like, this guy fucks. You better watch out, Jim. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but we have, we actually have a thing that we want to podcast We have a we've big been working thing. about on for nearly a month now. Um, our, our Padres rankings. We might remember, we did these last year. Um, it was quite a lot of fun. Um, so we did them again this year, except we literally spent like a month on this. Yeah, um, we did a, we did a bit much. Yeah. Uh, well, it sounded like we were gone for a really long time cause we were for the holidays, but we weren't doing nothing. No. Um, what we have is a scientific account, scientific and mathematical accounts with a metric we developed to determine who the most generic sports franchises are in all of the big four uh, North American sports leagues. Yep. It is called Alpe. It is. It started as, um, a, what is it? An, an Anonymity to league popularity. Egregiousness. Egregiousness, yes. It, I, it, originally, I came up with it as two things, league popularity versus anonymity, because mm-hmm. I think that the thing that makes a Padres the Padres is that... In their heyday of being generic and awful, <laughs> yeah, they were in one of the they were in America's pastime baseball. Yeah. They they are like a very very popular league where it's egregious that they're that anonymous. Yeah, in, the, they, in one of the most knows. popular <laughs> leagues in all of sports. They had one of the greatest hitters of all time on the team, and Tony Gwynn. And they went to a World Series during Gwynn's career. Nobody remembers any of this. <laughs> they got beat up by the Yankees really badly. Yeah. Bruce Bochy realized, like, I need to go to a bigger market to, yeah. to actually win titles, and then he did. Yeah. So we so it started with um, that. Although, let's go ahead, let's do a little bit of the history because the the idea of referring to things as the Padres is something you originated back in like two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, I I data mined my old tweets yeah. uh, to find out because I know that. I have a running joke with a bunch of people on Giants Twitter. Uh, kind of just snobby bullshit that makes yeah. us the bad guys. <laughs> Where, like, we were... I, I basically tweeted in December 2014 that any baseball team in the NL West that isn't the Giants or Dodgers are just different versions of the Padres. I'm sorry, Jake. That's fine. <laughs> and purple Dinosaur Padres is fine. The Purple Dinosaur Padres is, is what we named the Rockies. At the time, um, the Arizona Diamondbacks, the state of Arizona, was hot off the heels from their uh, Show Me Your Papers legislation, mm-hmm, yep. which is... Very controversial, very racist, so I referred to them as the racist Padres. <laughs> <laughs> and the Padres, of course, are just the vanilla Padres. Yeah. Origi- just original, original Padres. Padres. Yeah. Uh, 
Padre's classic. Yeah. You know. Um, so that's the origination. And then, of course, we did this list last year, um, which was just us. I basically made a list. Yeah. And... Um, some of it was some of it was me trying to be accurate. Some of it was just me trolling people. Yeah, um, the 49ers were on there, which is like, <laughs> and I think the Giants might have been on. There, I think like. I think no, I put the Giants on this year's list uh, before we actually started working out the, the metrics. Records. The yeah. metrics got yeah. them, pushed them to the middle, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get into that because there's a lot there's a whole lot of data here. <laughs> um, so when we were doing this, um, we started with Patrick's idea of uh, league popularity and anonymity. Um, and that was then expanded into an equation that also includes market size, market share, and team history to develop their Alpe number or their Padres number. Yeah. Um, lower the better. Lower. Which is weird, but we're, we're going with it. Yeah. Well, lower, lower more Padres. Closer to zero, more Padres. Okay. Yeah. If Padres are zero. Yeah, <laughs> Padres are zero. And then the closer to... Okay, that's... Pr- I yeah. didn't even think about it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it makes perfect sense. <laughs> Um, something to keep in mind about this scale is actually, uh, logarithmic. Um, so as, um, it's these smaller margins, um, at the bottom end are actually larger gaps than they appear and bigger gaps at the high end are actually smaller than they appear, um, because of the way the math is set up. So if they like in the top 10, like a team, a lot of teams are sell- are separated by hundredths of a point, um, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that they're just like comparable in that minute of a fashion. It just means that because of the way the math is done, that's the margin. Um, so keep that in mind when you hear these numbers. Like um, a team sitting at so. Well, let's let me put it this way. So our median team, the team that falls exactly in the middle of the Padres rankings, is the Buffalo Bills. Which is incredible because I yeah. think that they should be up there, but yeah, they're not. They're um, medium. Yeah, I, mean, um, yeah. I gave. They have um, the Bills um, are less anonymous than you would think, um, given an extended extensive history in the league. Um, their market size is very small, and their market share isn't that great either. But they do have a good history, and they do have some name recognition, and they ended up just being right smack in the middle. Um, the te- the two teams that bookend them are the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Angels. That's pretty good company. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like they're they're not like the biggest things in the world, but they're out there. Yeah. Also, the a good rule of thumb that I noticed from looking at this list um, is that the teams that you initially would think are the most generic aren't. No. Because if you think about them, that means they're in your head and they're not generic. They're not yeah. anonymous if you think about them. That's what makes this list like it's like oh yeah, it's like mathematically accurate. It like kind of destroys some of our like funny narratives yeah. <laughs> about places like 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 the Oakland A's, which I would assume <laughs> we're going to <laughs> score high on this list, did not. And no. I'm like, okay, well, you know, there's some there's some ones that caught uh, caught me off guard on both ends of the spectrum. Actually, like the ones who are near the top of the list, you're often like, I mean, yeah, okay, that that tracks, that tracks, that tracks. But the uh, especially when you start getting into the middle and like relative rankings in those quadrants, it gets it gets kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but so for context, when you hear these numbers, the Bills uh, Alpe number is seven point zero seven five six, which 
that's again that's the median number half of the numbers are higher than that half of the numbers are lower than that uh, so for context I don't want to give away too much about this list before we get into it but the Padres themselves um, their number is 0.281 and then a bunch of very very small decimal points um, so the difference between the two is about 6.8 yeah more or less um, whereas the last the least Padres team on this list and they're included as specifically as a team that I did this, ran this equation for in order to figure out how the scale was going to work is Manchester United. Yeah. Um, coming in at 126th out of these teams. Yeah. They, they're really, Man U is not, there's, e, the EPL is not on this list, but Man U sits there as simply the highest possible score you can get. Yeah. Um, and because they, there has to be a least genericist. Yeah. So if there's the most genericist, there has to be a least genericist. Right. So let's talk about, I'm just going to use Man U as our example because this is how I built this equation. Um, they're, they play in the most popular league and the most popular sport in the world. Yep. Um, so their league popularity has to be 10 out of 10, right? Yeah. Like you can't, you cannot rank something higher than the Premier League. If you, if you want, if you're will, if you're able to think globally about a sports, you just yeah, can't do if you're it. Up, yeah, if you're up there, then if you wanted to do this relative to the North American market, then sure they would drop way down. But that's that doesn't help us build this metric at no. all. Um, their anonymity it makes, it makes it weird. Again, like this, their anonymity um, is zero point one. Again, they are they have better name recognition than probably any other sports franchises that franchises ever exist. Point zero one. Yeah. Point zero point one. Their market size just gave them a ten. Um, Why not? Yeah, they're the, again. We just we, their market. Their like, market is is so much bigger than Manchester. Yeah, like their their actual their actual global reach is so big. It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Like it, we could drop it, sure, but yeah. we don't have to. No, we don't have to, to, and we're not going to. Um, <laughs> their market share again, most popular team in the world. They're yeah. a ten. Yeah, and their history, they've won a ton of titles. Um, they had one of the most famous runs in soccer back in the 90s. It's a 10. Like, you give, just give them 10s across the board. That gives them a final Padres number of 2,000, um, mm-hmm. which I didn't know the scale was going to go that high until Patrick started introducing anonymity scores below 1. So, yeah. <laughs> um, which is actually probably the right call because it allows for more... Uh, more nuance in the way we do things because I had some one of, set as the lowest anonymity some scale for a while. Some are anonymous as shit. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Because I learned from my research, <laughs> I learned. Wow, no one knows you. Yeah. So that gives you an idea. So right at, up near the top at, of our Padres ranking is the Padres at point two eight one, right smack in the middle. Actually, did I say the wrong team? You know what? It's uh... right at the top. No, oh, no, six. Okay, one twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. So right smack in the middle. Um, again, the Buffalo Bills at seven point oh seven, seven point oh eight. If you want to round up, um, and then the very back, Manchester United two thousand. So you get yeah. an idea of the way the scale changes as you get into yeah. the least anonymous teams. We wanted to do this as like initially this was supposed to be like a countdown. Yeah. Where like we count down the 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 from least genericest to most, but there's so many on the list. And it turned out our number one is just not not nice. Yeah, it's um, like it's not funny. Like I don't think it's like people like people aren't gonna 
like no one gets anything out of being mean to this team. <laughs> no, it's not good. It's, it's truthful. It's honest. I no, mean, it like, is what it is, but it's not great. The nut, like the thing about this is all the scale works out great. It works fu- great. It's not. It's it's not as funny as we were hoping. Yeah, <laughs> Nar- funny there will be jokes here, but the joke is not the list. Yeah, we can. T- do you want to introduce our number one? Uh, yeah. Um. So the number one most Padres team, um, in North America is the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, not funny. Not funny. It's kind of like it's kind of it's kind of shitty because of like beat up on the Winnipeg Jets because <laughs> it's like they lost their team for so long. Yeah. Uh, the things that hurt them the most, um. I would say league popularity. I think anyone, yeah. anyone at the top of this is like you're suffering from league popularity situation. Mm-hmm. It's just like the the NHL just isn't that big. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna throw out there that we're gonna we'll do this top ten here in a second. But in that top ten, there are six NHL teams, and it really doesn't have anything to do with the how te- good or bad yeah. they are. Yeah, um, no. it's just that hockey doesn't have the market size. Uh, compared to the other leagues, mm-hmm. so their league popularity scores are all low. I mean, these scores are normalized too. Every, every if you're in a certain league, we assigned a value to that league. Yeah. Um. So, you can't like. It's not like we changed the that scale anywhere. Every league got the same score. Yeah. The static numbers are market size and league popularity. Mm-hmm. Those are static. Um, market so size. Like, you you should explain how you did so market, the market size. The market size index is based off of uh, the Nielsen rankings for every media market in america Mm -hmm. so that doesn't include canada so to find the the canadian media market ranges um i just had to put my my marketing hat back on from the earlier this past (laughs) decade when i used to work as a marketing person i used to for a real estate agency i used to actually do like real estate comparables is one of my job one of my jobs and um i just had to come Find a comparable for one market to what market in America represents Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, in the greater metropolitan area. And the closest thing as far as population um, is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. First, I had Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho was too small. I had misread some of that shit. I got a better one. It was at... 0.1 0.1 in the market size, index. which really <laughs> their, below pod, the their worst Padres one. number was just yeah. depressing. And then it went up to 0.4, which yeah. is <laughs> so. Uh, the the really the thing that's hurting the Winnipeg Jets is their market size. They have like they have a very rich history. Their history rating is 8.6 out of 10. They do have a rich history. Um, they have a a low market share, although they are relatively popular. Like. Yeah, um, no, yeah. Especially when you think about the size of their actual market. Like they have a so they we gave their market share number is low. We gave them a 3.8 um which is not high, but for a team with a market size index of uh 0.04 like or 0.4, there's not much you can do. Yeah. And I, their anonymity score we put at 7.1. Yeah, they're they anonymous. Yeah. yeah. So like sorry, like it's it just there's a reason why we never even thought that they were even going to top the list is because we don't know that we didn't and think about them which yeah. means you're anonymous yeah and like this is a, yeah like you said this is a team this is a team that essentially went into a coma for like 20 years yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if you go into a coma for 20 years and you come back it's going to take a while to get your footing and the winnipeg jets are going to get their footing and they're going to be fine yeah they're going to do okay like i don't know the thing is i will say this um out of curiosity when i did this i jacked all their numbers um as much as i could and I still couldn't get them out of their top ten. I 
Yeah, I, I fooled around with uh, some other teams to see if I can boost them up, <laughs> which I actually did boost one. <laughs> yeah, you did. We'll, get, we'll talk about that. Um, make sure that you haven't yeah. changed anything recently. Resort. There we no. go. The, the, but yeah, we have, we have the Jets at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just unfortunate. It's just too bad. <laughs> the, but number two, I think, is funny. I want to Number say two is a, hilarious. Number two is like, you're, number two is truly fucked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the Phoenix Coyotes. <laughs> And they're funny because, like, they have the actual inverse problem that the Jets have. The Coyotes are in a giant market. Giant. Like, they have, they have, Phoenix comes in, the Phoenix metropolitan area comes in at an 8.9 out of 10, compared to Winnipeg Jets 0.4. Yeah. So, <laughs> Phoenix has all the market in the world to play around with. No one knows who they are. They're bad. No one cares about them. Yeah. <laughs> they, just, nobody like, gives a shit. They deserve to be the Padres <laughs> more than any other team on this list. The Phoenix Coyotes have no excuse. <laughs> they, there's none. There is none. Um, they, if you're like me and you said, don't you mean the Phoenix Suns? No. The Phoenix Coyotes are the hockey team. Um, yeah. But they don't matter. Like They're awful. They've always been awful. No one notices them. I didn't, I forgot they had a hockey team. Like, I forgot, I literally forgot this team existed until I started doing exactly this project. In my head, I nicknamed them, like, six years ago, I nicknamed them StubHub. Because uh, when they come into town, the prices on StubHub are mad cheap. <laughs> like, I'm talking, like, $12 seats. Good seats. <laughs> At the SAP Center. Like, it's nice. It's That's nice. awesome. Um... So again, let's. Uh, I just want to review real fast our metrics uh, now that we've covered our top two. League popularity, fixed number based on league. Should be pretty straightforward. Anonymity, um, lower score is less anonymous. So a 10 means you're the most anonymous possible thing, which I don't know if you can really assign a 10 value to someone's anonymity. Have we? Uh, no, I don't think we did. What's um, the I highest can find one? out right now. It's the highest one, the Padres? I think uh, it, it, I think it probably is. Because they're a 9.8. Oh, that's the wrong way. Uh... Yeah, the highest anonymity score was awarded to the San Diego Padres. Who are retired. Uh, but they're on the list, though. Mm-hmm. But they're the, not really on the list. The Phoenix Coyotes are actually in third in anonymity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Um, and then again, uh, like as Patrick explained, uh, market size is nailed to uh, Nielsen ratings. Um, it's a scale yeah. specifically about mar- like actual market size as measured yeah. by uh, the Nielsen company. Well, not necessarily the ratings, but the size of the metropolitan area based off of the Nielsen um, the the Nielsen numbers that come out of that mar- market the, area. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't. It's essentially population we're looking at population numbers here (laughs) pretty much so i had to come up with i had to come up with comparables for like toronto to an american city and i think for toronto my comp was shit i told you i think it was i think it was uh i think it was seattle i think it might have been seattle and then montreal its comp was uh austin that makes sense yeah so there's good population size numbers there uh that i managed to figure out a lot of them are pretty easy uh yeah yeah, Canada's a little wonky, but I got I managed to get it. I managed yeah. to normalize it within our within our market size index. Well, I would also argue that like there was not an obvious punishment direct or even necessarily boost directed to Canadian uh, teams. No, that I can see in the numbers. So I think they probably <laughs> work pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think the whole thing's accurate. There's no like I don't see a bias there, which I kind of expected based off yeah. of 
how many subjective uh, rankings we have, but yeah, well, and it does, but there doesn't appear to be no. uh, market share. That again, that's a subjective ranking. Um, a market share of ten basically means you've grabbed every available fan. Yeah, um, like every fan you could have, you've you've gotten. Um, so lower just means that like locally or based on your international reach of the league or whatever, um, you just don't, you don't have as many people rooting for you. So somebody like the Mets, um, where did they land? Let's see if I can find them real fast. Uh, they, so the Mets, um, we gave them a 6.1 on market share. That's actually higher than I thought. Um, they're pretty... They're I mean, they're well liked. They are well liked, and um, but you for, know, for a very bad team. <laughs> yeah, but then you look at uh, so the Mets also fall in one of our uh, in our top ranked market, uh, New York City. So they have a perfect ten in size, which is also true of the Yankees, who we awarded a market share of nine. Actually, um, just be, and I think that number mostly comes from the Yankees have a huge fan base, and they also have a lot of people who really fucking hate them. Yeah, um, I mean the Yankees aren't. They aren't perfectly well-liked. They never will be, because yeah. sometimes you can be too good. Yeah, but they are the opposite of anonymous. Yeah. That, is, <laughs> that their number reflects that. Sometimes you can be too good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's a history metric, which is basically us trying to assess the like the history of a franchise. And yeah. that, that one, this is the one that also allows for like a decent amount of recency bias. Um, and market share can do this as well because you, when you mm-hmm. have recent success, you get bandwagon fans that increases your market share, and your history is improved because it's not some distant memory. Yeah, you know, like we talked about it with the 49ers, how yeah. they have a market share right now of seven. Mm-hmm. That might seem a little low, but they've been gone for a very long mm-hmm. time, and they haven't actually won a playoff game <laughs> since 2013. So it's been a minute. So they're it's not they're not going to be as high as they as they would be in probably next year's list. Yeah. So that's kind of that's the gist, and then again we run this equation, um, which we're gonna we're, I think we're gonna make this public as a read document for people if they want to check it out. And you yeah, can see this the equation is definitely there. going to release with the uh, with the podcast. Yeah. It's a read only document. Uh, yeah, it's gonna there's be a, fun. Yeah, there's a couple of graphs <laughs> you can look at and see if you can make any sense out of them. I'm not sure I really can, but they're there if you want to like. <laughs> the graphs look cool. Yeah, they look nice. Um, there's one up top that uh, inc- is basically every metric except league par- popularity laid over each other. And the number one um, correlating, uh, the two correlating statistics that seem the most direct upward trend are actually um, market share and market size. Yeah. Um, the history, like the, the history and, uh, and anonymity rankings seem to do less to improve your numbers. History, I mean, history is helping out a lot of these teams that maybe aren't that relevant, but have been around for a bazillion years. Yeah. So, like, the Orioles should be top ten, but because they've been around since, like, forever yeah. times, yeah, <laughs> like they, much. they can't help but have a, hard, a high history number that bumps them up. Mm-hmm. And so they fall in at twentieth on this list at one point one nine six. Yeah, they they just got they barely beat out the Marlins. <laughs> yeah, they are literally two hundredths of a point ahead of the Marlins is less generic. <laughs> Not great, Bob. <laughs> and a tenth of a, and a tenth of a point ahead of the Texans. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and this is a, the Texans are another example of why like being good doesn't mean you're not generic. Yeah, 
Like still the Padres, the Padres <laughs> went to a World Series, and no one noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thought, like, "Wow, man, the Yankees beat the Dodgers in the 1998 <laughs> World Series." It's like, no, that was the Padres. I don't care. <laughs> doesn't matter. Did, did they lose? Yes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Am I wrong? Who cares? That's not. That's the result. Is what I'm worried about here. Um, yeah, and the Texans also suffer from being a relatively recent expansion. Um, yeah, I'm, I guarantee more. Not, yeah, yeah, and I guarantee more people could name J.J. Watt. Then could say who he plays for. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd go there. When you're, when you're like, when I guess I was like, oh, when your best like player of all time is Matt Schaub, you're in trouble. But no, it's Arian Foster. <laughs> <laughs> he was very, very good. <laughs> so maybe, yeah. But they're they're less generic than they were ten years ago. But they're still very generic. Yeah. But they're not in the. They're not like. The most genericest football team. Maybe we want to talk about like what's the most genericest in every single. We can do that, yeah. Yeah. So most generic in each league. Well, do we want to, do we want to run the top ten real fast? Oh or... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, please, we might as well do, do that. Some. Okay, so uh, we started with like I don't want to I don't want to shit on the Jets. Like I just don't. It's, it's not, not fun. funny. I didn't like, I didn't like that it was there. I didn't. I, and saw I was it like, and I was can like, I, I was just skew sad. the numbers to make it. Go yeah. away? I tr- I tried to like, I, but I can't like just turn their anonymity into less than two and like make them super popular. Like I can't do that. Like most, if I someone told me, did you see the Jets game? I think they were talking about Sam Darnold. Like <laughs> I can't. I, there's no. <laughs> I can't fix this. Um. So the Coyotes, obviously, I'm going to skip the Jets. I'm going to say the Jets aren't even number one. The Jets are just victims of circumstance. So yeah. The Coyotes are, in fact, the uh, number one most Padres team. That's who Padres I'd say is team. the most Padres, because ha- yeah. they have a lot of opportunity to not be generic. Um, they play in a big market, um, but it's also like the egregiousness of why is there hockey in Phoenix, Arizona? <laughs> who said to, who said to do hockey in Phoenix, Arizona? No one, and and it's no one watches, so it's yeah. true. No one wants hockey in Arizona, and you're not, and you <laughs> and you have the numbers to show for it. Like this, just we're you just you suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get, yeah. You don't. We don't. We're not nice to you. Yeah. Uh, coming in in second is in fact. The San Diego Padres, who are retired, who are so retired, not, so they don't count. Yeah, they would be number one if baseball were more popular. <laughs> but baseball's not that's more popular, true. so the egregiousness is not egregious to yeah. be that anonymous anymore. Yeah. No, that's just not. It's not as bad as it could be. Um, in third, so I get. We'll just say that's fourth because I can't do keep track of all this in my head. Um, so the Padres are in fact in second place. So in third. We have the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, it makes sense. Which, like, when I got that number, I was like, "This is I, that, this is when I really thought we were doing this correctly." I mean, we still, I like when I got when my because hockey was the last one to come through. Mm-hmm. So when when the NBA numbers rolled through the other night, I looked at that and I'm like, "Mwah, grazie!" <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets definitely are the Padres <laughs> because. There's just nothing, because I don't even, like, they disappeared too, but no one noticed. Like, then I was like, oh, I'm glad the Charlotte Hornets are back. And I'm like, <laughs> aren't they in New Orleans? It's like, shut up, Patrick. Well, they no, used to be not. the Bobcats, and everyone forgot about them. Oh, right. <laughs> See, I didn't even know. And it's like, you mean the guys who threw away CP3? No, that's technically the Pelicans. <laughs> shut up. I don't, stop talking. I don't care. Kemba Walker's gone. No one cares. <laughs> Muggsy Bogues has been gone forever. I don't, there's no reason. Larry People Johnson. don't even remember Alonzo Mourning played for them. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's right. I went to Muggsy Bugs. <laughs> I knew Alonzo Mourning played to them, but my brain first goes to Muggsy Bugs. Muggsy Bugs, is, Muggsy Bugs is more memorable than Alonzo Mourning. That will happen when you're five three on an NBA court, though. And Alonzo, no, no disrespect to Alonzo Mourning. It's amazing. Alonzo Mourning was a great player. When you're a kid, you see Muggsy Bugs, and you're like, "I'm taller than you." And you're in the NBA. <laughs> like that's fun. That's cool. You're gonna remember that. Uh, in uh, fifth place, uh, we have the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, yeah, the um, the Columbus Red Tracksuits. <laughs> I, I, I first I had them as the Columbus Yellow Jackets. Um, the uh, what else? The green, the Augusta Green Jackets. <laughs> you, you've done a number of iterations of this bit. At I don't. This point. <laughs> They're generic. Um, I thought they might be number one at one point. They're not. But. You argued I mean, in your in your initial subjective ranking. I know you argued for them at number one uh, very heavily. I definitely yeah. think they're very generic. They are, I honest. <laughs> I'll say this. Um, I didn't know they existed prior to this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but I don't. I don't know if that helps with the Hornets and the Coyotes, who I literally forgot about. Yeah, the, the Hornets have such a, like, complicated recent past that I'm just like, ah, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you're telling me that's not the one CP3 played for? Then who did he play for? Where am I? What world am I in? Did I Mandela affect the whole existence of the Charlotte Hornets in my head? And that's why they're generic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Columbus, like, I don't really have anything to say about a Columbus hockey team. Like they have no one. one that's why. That's yeah. why. That's why doing this like, in list format is really hard because yeah. most of these teams, I'm like, I don't want to talk about them, yeah. and that's why they're the Padres. <laughs> this next team, though, is a fun one. Uh, coming in, coming in, in the sixth slot is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned that like Jason Mendoza didn't do enough to boost their uh, numbers in like just history, basically like, exposure <laughs> in the world yeah. and anonymity and like. But no, he's. I guess their anonymity rating is 8.6. I'd imagine they'd be a 9.5 had it not been for the good place. I got it. I have to agree with that. <laughs> like, I looked um, at, I actually wanted to boost their numbers out of anger. <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare we're disrespecting the good place. We're disrespecting Ken Tremendous right now. <laughs> and then I was like, well, where would they stand? Okay, 8.6. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes, it seems right. Yeah. They are the most generic NFL team. They, yeah, they really are. Um, they play in what is essentially one giant suburb that is built on a swamp. Um, yeah. They, like, it is a place that has literally no culture of its own to speak of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Like, shout out to Jacksonville. It's, uh, just, it's a bunch of fucking strip malls in, like, North Florida. Who cares? Like, <laughs> All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. I got no. I got no experience in Jacksonville, and also don't have anyone. I don't know anyone from Jacksonville, so I guess I shouldn't care at all. <laughs> have you ever? You know how sometimes you'll go past like midwestern towns where everything seems perfectly nice, and there's little like strip mall things that are fine. Um, lots of parking. Everything is spaced out a lot. Yeah, it's like a. It's like Central California. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's Jacksonville. Okay. But they call themselves a city. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It's like a it's like a baby. It's like a baby Fresno. <laughs> it's the it's Jacksonville likes to bill itself uh, as the uh, largest city in the United States and it is by land area. 
Um, whereas its market size is 5.9. Speaking of, and speaking of which, ignoring the, uh, ignoring the, uh, obvious outlier that is Winnipeg, the smallest market in here is Edmonton or is Green Bay at 3.4. And there are only three other teams that come in at under five. Yeah. Uh, there aren't a lot of, uh, teams in small markets. Yeah. No, there are not. Um, one of the ones under five has two teams, (laughs) (laughs) which is like, which is like from a marketing standpoint, you're like, why don't you move? Yeah. To Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) It's so close. People will like you more. Like, go to Toronto. Just go. I'm already giving away what city this is. (laughs) (laughs) Um,. So that's the Jaguars. Right after them is the Florida Panthers. No comment. Yeah, none. I don't like. I, I had to look up which city they were from, <laughs> so what, I could assign their market. Yeah, Tampa's a big old market. There. Wait, the Panthers are in Tampa? No, they're in Miami. My bad. Miami. Okay, okay, okay. But Ma- Tampa is a big old market. Tampa but Miami, is a big Miami is a big one too. Yep. Um, after that, we have the original Charlotte Hornets, the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, the uh, the one. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I was talking about from before. Now, those guys, that's a Padres, too. (laughs) The thing thing about the Pelicans is, once Zion shows up, their anonymity numbers will drop because they will get eyeballs. They will get national games. Like People will pay attention, especially if he turns into the player we all hope he's going to be. But the thing is, he's not there yet. Yeah, and it's all when, just Brandon Ingram right now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, even when Anthony Davis was there, we still sort of forgot who Anthony Davis played for. He was just the best center in the league who played somewhere, I don't know, maybe Cleveland. To dig yourself out of anonymity, you need to have two superstar players for a decent amount of time yeah. in the NBA. A title helps a lot, but or, it does just, not solve everything. Or just be the Knicks. Yeah. Like, be so be in such a big market and have so many fans that, like... You can afford to just be absolute garbage for a very, very long time. Right. Well, because so our, and I will say in our original subjective rankings, I really wanted to talk shit about the Knicks for being a bland ass franchise. They're really not. Yeah. They're uh, very interesting and, and very, like, everything about them is fucking weird and, like, shitty and. <laughs> right. No, I'm <laughs> well, crazy. It's like a. They could make an Aaron Sorkin uh, series out of the shit that goes on in the Knicks. No, it's true. And like then I did math about it, and now I had to t- now I have to tell myself to shut up. Yeah. So that's a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff uh, went that way, where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm definitely gonna make fun of the Oakland A's, and it turns out like, no, their very rich history and market size holds them up quite considerably. <laughs> and the fact, oh, I don't know, they made an Academy Award nominated film about how generic they are. So I guess, I guess they're not actually that generic. So maybe Patrick shut the fuck up about the Oakland A's, except their owner's a shithead. But that has nothing to do with any of this. Stuff. Yeah, no, this doesn't really. This is not the conversation we're having today. <laughs> we're having the opposite of a social justice <laughs> conversation. This is just dumb bullshit that we do. This is just marketing garbage and like just funny nonsense. Um, So coming in at number eight, just behind the Pelicans, are the Nashville Predators. Um, Which again, this is really just a function of them being a relatively new franchise in a relatively unpopular league. Yeah. Um, It doesn't really have anything to do with anything else. Yeah. That's it. Um, their market share is not great because they're a small team. They had some recent success, but that has all vanished. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and Nashville's not that big a market. Like, that mm. just... The math works against them, and that's too bad. Um, I like because I when we did this, I was really hoping to avoid getting a bunch of NHL teams in the top ten. <laughs> I really well, wanted that to not well, be the case. <laughs> well, I know. I when I found out when I saw all the NHL teams in there, I was like, well, it doesn't support my narrative, but math usually doesn't support your narrative. <laughs> no, that's why Skip Bayless hates metrics. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't like I just can't make up a fake. Yeah. Thing so because we're here. using math, it's less. Our list is less funny, but you know, whatever. Yeah. it's fine. And number um, ten. Yeah. Number ten is the Anaheim Ducks, who actually were called the Mighty Ducks at one time, and no, they are a real hockey team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I was like I saw their I boosted their their uh, history number based off of the Mighty Ducks because I got I got mad. Not really bad, but like, you know, like, oh, this is bullshit. This is, this is egregious. And like, because I thought, okay, well, the Mighty Ducks were huge. And there's an entire generation of kids that were introduced to hockey because of the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. There was a cartoon about it. Mm -hmm. Like they had, it was a whole thing. They named the team after it. It was a giant thing. It's got to be worth one point. So I pushed them from 3.3 to 4.3. Couldn't get them out of the top 10. (laughs) (laughs) They're just too generic. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're not they're not successful every once in a while because most not, hockey though. teams manage to be. They're, they're, but I don't every think the Ducks have been. They go to the playoffs every once in a while. Yeah, they, but like, no, everyone gets to the playoffs. Yeah, but no titles. And then they changed their name from the Mighty Ducks to just the Ducks, and everyone kind of forgot about them. Yeah. Like, when not, they, when they were, at least when they were still called actually the Mighty Ducks, it was like, oh, yeah, like the movie. Oh, they went, they went back to the... Recently, they went back to the old school uh, movie uniform. Yeah. Because, like... All the people with money <laughs> are are thirty five and like thirty to forty now, and they remember. And they it all fondly. remember the Mighty Ducks. So it's like, well, you got to cater to these people. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Anyway, yeah. rounding out our top ten um, is the Arizona Cardinals. That's a team that we we were in agreement before that they were gonna be the number one. Yes, we before we had a real metric down before there was like any kind of, like, objective analysis. We were just like, well, it's going to be the Arizona Cardinals, because look yeah. at them. Just fucking look at them. Yeah. They're, they're in the most popular league. They're so generic. Right. I do want to throw out there, though, that from that, that uh, Pelicans, uh, Ducks, Cardinals block, the separation between those three teams from the Predators to the Cardinals is less than nine thousandths of a point. Wow. Or no, less than nine hundredths of a point. I misspoke. But Fuck. It's really, really thin. Yeah. Um, and the Ducks and the Cardinals are separated by less than three thousandths of a point. Yeah. I try, uh, I try to get them out of the top ten. Yeah. Like, and like I know, I know I said at the beginning, this is a logarithmic scale, so like those small numbers are further apart than you think, but that's still a tiny margin. Yeah. Um, like, well, if I can, if really I small. shift any of these up one, then the ducks like shoot up to like thirteen or something. Like yeah. That. Or no, they shoot up. Yeah, they shoot up to twelve. It, they they would drop out of the top ten at the very least. Yeah. But um, but I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I enjoyed the Mighty Ducks, a tale of <laughs> of habitual drunk driving. <laughs> Uh, a white man the children using, how to play using white privilege to get out of his justice that he actually deserves. <laughs> I think if you're if you, 
you shouldn't be coaching kids if you're a drug driver. We had an episode about this, so we don't need to go that deep into it. But yeah, that's what the movie's about. Yeah. And I know, I know I said I just wanted to do the top ten, but we also wanted to talk about the uh, number one team from each league, who is the most Padres in each league. Yeah. And if you ignore the actual Padres, this is our next baseball team. It is the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa coming Bay Rays. Coming in at number 11 overall. They are the Padres. They, they are, are the, the Padres. Padres. It They're makes the Padres perfect now. sense. Like, yeah. You can't... They're generic they're successful no one cares yep. it's perfect it's fantastic like they're they're out here like making noise they're they're like revolutionizing the way that we shit on baseball <laughs> from the inside and like and, and yet no one cares <laughs> they're like hey let's take a thing let's take our relief pit let's take a middle relief pitcher and pitch him first and it's like what about the starting pitcher who's generally used to pitching you know starting the game and they're like fuck it and everyone was like oh i'm gonna take that yep. but also like who cares yeah. about you I'll say about the Rays, um, I, we awarded them a 2.8 in market share, which is pretty good compared to the teams that are right around them in the rankings. But that's also a big product of them being recently successful to a degree. And um, playing in Yankee the, Stadium a lot. <laughs> playing in Yankee Stadium a lot. And uh, the their size of their market is just wild tampa bay's huge it's yeah. a nine which means it's the 10th largest market in nielsen i think one of the things that i learned from doing the the market index for this stat is that all the people who claim to be small market teams they're all full of shit they're yeah. fucking lying every single one of these billionaire pieces of shit they're lying and if if Oh my god, if someone tells me Oakland's a small market, I shrink. <laughs> they're wrong. They're they actively wrong. San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose is one of the biggest fucking markets in the world. Yeah. The only the there is one team on here two teams, actually, I will say, that can legitimately claim to be small market teams, and that is the Jets, who I am I you yeah, know what? That's I'm gonna be a, I'm a market. Winnipeg Jets fan now. Um, I'm right. just gonna be. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I don't have that in me. And the other one is uh, is Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. Talk. That's amazing. Now that's truly overcoming your your shitty your mm-hmm. shitty market. I'm not gonna say shitty market because that seems that's classist and mean. Yeah. Uh, your small market. Your your low number. Yeah. No, like what Green Bay has accomplished. Um, in terms of not being the Padres against their uh, market size is actually quite impressive. And a lot of that has to do with that extensive history and the fact that their market has, they've gone from being Green Bay to being the state of Wisconsin, essentially. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't really change the fact that Green Bay's tiny and yeah. like they've stayed there forever and people fucking drive and they've managed to get people to drive from fucking Milwaukee to Lambeau to see them play. And I'm not like yeah. I don't really think that it's fair to assign them a higher market size and be like, well, they claimed Milwaukee. Like, no, like as somebody can open it. a franchise in Milwaukee tomorrow. Yeah. Like, you don't understand what they've done. Yeah, here. the Buffalo Bills yeah. should move. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should. It would boost their Padres really, number. <laughs> they really should go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the number one in each league, we have the Phoenix Coyotes in the NHL, um, the Charlotte Hornets in the NBA. The Jacksonville Jaguars in uh, 
the NFL and the Tampa Bay Rays in the MLB. Yeah, and the 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 Jets, they get um, they get a pass. they get a pass for the next few years because it's mean yeah. and just not fair. Uh, the and the Padres are retired. Yeah. So yeah, the Padres means, would still yeah. For what it's worth, the Padres would still be the baseball Padres if we had not excluded them from um, being specifically nominated for any titles. Yeah, they're on this not. List. They're not the baseball Padres anymore. They're just no. they're they are like they're the lifetime achievement award <laughs> of genericness. They're, they are what they are. They are the most genericest team of all time. They will always be, even though they're not right now. Yeah. Technically, although they are number three, technically <laughs> right now that's pretty bad. Honestly, just the fact that um, no, no non. So obviously, Winnipeg we're ignoring, and they're not even that far behind the Coyotes. Well, no, no five. Uh, they're pretty big. Yeah, yeah five hundredths of a point. They get a lot out of. Um, they get a lot out of <laughs> uh, market size. No, it's most two. actually the only thing that's keeping them ahead of the Coyotes is league pop. Yeah, uh, the event, I mean, I imagine within the next year, their market share is going to jump. Yeah, uh, it will. They, they just have a hard time getting out of the shadow of the Dodgers. Like they have the talent right now, but you know, yeah. we'll see what happens. If they we'll start winning a bunch of games, people will have to pay attention to them, and yeah. a lot of these numbers will change. And they might actually even drop out of the top ten. They could. Yeah. Uh, it'd be hard, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they could. They're still the Padres. Yeah. So now that we've done. The most genericest. Let's talk a little bit about the least genericest. Let's go to the opposite side of the spectrum. Yeah, because this, really this about... is when it gets... This is actually really interesting to Yeah, me. I'm kind of like... Yeah. I, I think that this is just as interesting as the <laughs> as the, as the teams no one knows about. It, is like, what teams are actually, like, giant... Like giant household names. Like what? Are, what are the relevancy numbers for some of, for the most popular sports teams in right. America? Right. So, like obviously, like I said, um, the last team on our list is Man U, um, but that is really a way to set the scale yeah. so that we could measure everybody else. And the team that is at the absolute bottom that is not that sort of end of the line. This is the maximum amount. Mm-hmm. Um, is the New York Yankees. Yeah. Which, which makes is perfect exactly sense. exactly what you'd expect out yeah. of this list, is to have the Yankees be the biggest thing on this list. Mm-hmm. Like, the monster. Like, yeah. they, they rack up tens and... They rack up a ten in history. They have a ten in market size. They are the biggest market in North America mm-hmm. by far. So they are a ten. They were awarded a 0.1 in anonymity yeah, because only, who doesn't... Who has not heard of the Yankees? Yeah, only matched only matched with Man U. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, then... Yeah, then in the next then next we have the Dodgers, which makes perfect sense. That one that again. one didn't surprise me, but it did a little. Like I thought we'd see um actually the next team on the list, which we'll get to in a second, or even um the one after them before the Dodgers, but once I saw it it like it really tracked. Especially like when I started to look at the nailed down numbers. The Dodgers um, are very uh, popular internationally. Yeah, and that's the, and that's kind of the thing and I they have forgotten. Like, and they've yeah. been around since like they've been around forever. The 1890s. And like their history scores, like on, we scored them at nine point two in history. And honestly, that number could even go up a little. That could go up. Yeah, yeah I mean, it wouldn't like, change their position because the Yankees are way the fuck ahead of them. Yeah, but. It, the, the 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 Dodgers are the second. Yeah, they're they're the second least generic team in North America. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the Cowboys, which again, like that one, really makes a ton of sense. Like, yeah, how do you not 
who hasn't who doesn't know the Cowboys? Everybody knows the fucking Cowboys. We can't stop talking about yeah. the Cowboys. Every, like, we don't know they, who the you didn't know who the Texans were playing next <laughs> week, but we all know who who <laughs> this Cowboys next head coach is. It's Mike McCarthy, which Mike is McCarthy. hilarious. <laughs> Slept over a man's house to mm-hmm. uh, get a job. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a move. That's that's, that's a move, a move from, from both sides. Like that's Jerry Jones being weird, and that's Mike McCarthy saying yes and being weird also. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, right after them, you have the Red Sox, which I would you know I could see putting some teams that are ranked below them in this metric ahead of them in a fully like in a fully subjective list. But I have a hard time arguing that the Red Sox just North America exclusive don't belong in that top five least generic. Yeah, the Red Sox are huge. Uh, they're yeah. they're, And they've been consistently huge for the last 20 years. Right. Like, they're not going away. They were big even when they were bad. Yeah, well, and they're like, actually... So I slotted their market share actually a full point ahead of uh, the Yankees at 10 versus 9 for the Yankees. Well, the, yeah. The, and the reason being that um, the Red Sox own everything north of Massachusetts. The entirety mm-hmm. of New England is Red Sox country, all yeah. of it, um, and they just get they get boosts from from winning all these titles recently. And yeah. The Yankees haven't won one in literally oh, we're going on eleven years now. Yeah, and even when they weren't winning titles, there was a literal myth about that. Like, yeah, like if, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're bad, and when they can turn your badness into a woo mystery, then like that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. Good for you and the Cubs, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who are actually also very close to the least generic on this list. Yeah. Um, but here's the here's the one that really caught me off guard, which is the fifth least generic team, and the top ranked basketball team is the Rockets. Yeah, not the Lakers, but because yeah. it makes sense when you, the Yao Ming effect is mm-hmm. real. They they are the they are China's most favorite NBA team. So mm-hmm. that's a that's that's quite the market. Yeah. I imagine uh, they're a big team. Yeah, yeah. No, they. Yeah, um, that's a huge. Like they own China basically, or yeah. at least in terms of eyeballs on basketball. Um, right. Yeah, it made it. It made sense when I saw it. Um, although I wasn't expecting it, and I didn't anticipate having to say that the Rockets are the least generic franchise. Yeah, I didn't. But they're not. Like I thought, it'd be Lakers, but if you can't spend. Seven, six years being terrible. Yeah. Well, also, and then expect they... to stay there, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're still up there, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's crazy, too, is the Lakers aren't even the next basketball team. It's the Celtics, and then it's the Bulls, and then it's the Lakers. Yeah, well, the Bulls get boosted by... MJ. MJ, a lot. Yeah. Like, just recognition. I asked a friend who doesn't really follow the NBA who he thinks is NBA, because I, I found the Houston Rockets thing very fascinating. Mm-hmm. I asked him who he thinks... It would be, and he said the the Bulls because Michael yeah. Jordan. And yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah," but no, it's no, it's uh, it's the Rockets. This our rankings have the Rockets, the Celtics, the Bulls, and then the Lakers. And yeah. the thing is, I can't really like you can make some, you could argue a little bit about the placement of them in that list, but that top fours, you can't you can't fight it. Like I don't I don't see an argument against anything. If you unless you want to like throw a stink about the Knicks, which you can't because. Fuck the Knicks. Yeah. I, the Knicks aren't, shouldn't be there. So then we got, let's see, we got the Rockets, the Celtics, and then the, the Cubs. The Cubs coming in yeah. Uh, next. Um, yeah, I mean, that's another team that's, I don't, I don't, I think what hurts them is that their recognition doesn't cross any sort of boundaries. Like, they're not nat- internationally known in any way, so... 
it just they're like obviously they have a huge part of um baseball but they yeah. don't have a uh reach beyond just the united states yeah yeah they have all. a they have a good they have a good reputation just in the u.s just from the aw shucks cubs mm-hmm. thing how they're like a cultural phenomenon for like being bad but still being liked which is like kind of shitty <laughs> yeah, that sucks a <laughs> lot sports i don't fans. like it yeah <laughs> yeah uh and then the Bulls are right after, which makes sense. Yeah. And then the Lakers. Uh... And then we have the New York Giants, which I think actually makes a ton of sense to me, too. That's another market size boosts everything sort of deal. Um, like, people just talk about the Giants, you know? And they also have legendary uh, Super Bowl wins over the Patriots, who are ranked three slots behind them. Yeah. Um, but... They're the they're the only non embarrassing New York NFL team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, where did the Jets land? Where are the Jets? Somewhere in the middle. I'm gonna try and find them. And they're lucky to be in the middle. Mets. Uh, they're fifty uh, sixth or fifty yeah. seventh. <laughs> they're lucky to be in the middle. For comparison, the Jets' score is six point three eight five, and the Giants' score is seventy six point nine two six. Yeah. And then we, we go to the Steelers, who are propped up by history mm-hmm. and recent success. Then we jump to the Bruins. I was surprised to see the Bruins. Uh, they're big. They're big. I mean, they, I guess, like, the most successful hockey team still is kind of generic, but they're still the most successful hockey team. Um, they're in a giant market. They win a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, really, it's really just a shame that the Canadians, the Habs, uh, couldn't really... They haven't really done anything in a long time. Otherwise, they would be up there. Yeah, as the because they are the most historic hockey team, and they, they are the, the highest, and they are the rating. second ranked uh, hockey team behind yeah. the Bruins. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are right there. Uh, yeah. But they, the fact that they've been like so silent as far as winning goes, it's just yeah. yeah. No, which hurts their. Uh, they're in a smaller market. Their market share is lower, and their anonymity is slightly higher just because yeah. they haven't fucking done anything. Yeah, and between all that, there's the Patriots are there because recent success, mm-hmm. the Bears because of past success, yeah, <laughs> and then the 76ers because of consistent consistent relevance regardless of whether or not they're doing well. Yeah, like, like they, the they 76ers show up every, in the yeah. news all the time. They're one of those teams that I think is helped greatly by um, just that uh, Easter East Coast media markets focus on them because they're part of that greater like super city that is essentially the uh new york philadelphia washington dc like that whole block of unbroken fucking townships you know they had a a run of being like the reverse cubs kind of not really the reverse cubs but just like a more insufferable version of the Mm -hmm. cubs where it's like they're bad and kind of proud of it in a way that's like stupid (laughs) (laughs) and the trust the process thing is yeah uh it's you're basically it's dumb but whatever fine uh and then the warriors after that that's a recency recency thing for sure if it uh you go back to 2010 and the warriors are way higher on this list yeah they are not down here hanging out with the bears and the canadians and the bruins and the yeah, Lakers fairly like rich be, history but yeah. yeah but they'd they're not they wouldn't be here if not for the last seven years the last seven years and a fairly rich history pretty mm-hmm. much helps them out and market size market size helps market size is big 
And then the Washington racists, like, who cares about them? Yeah, I mean, like, (laughs) I don't, and yet they often, they show up in the news a lot. Yeah. And they're, and they have great recognition, man. Like, a lot of people, like, they just, people know who they are. And that's what, that's what we're ranking here. And then we get the Habs, the Red Wings, and the Knicks. The Knicks, like, why aren't you higher on this? Why aren't you more generic? Because you're known for being bad, and that's... Like we said before, it's like that's that's they're almost so bad they're sexy. Yeah, no, people pay attention to them. Like Knicks because fans they're have awful. so much pr- pride in going to games no matter what, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And but then also, they boo well, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Stephen like, A. Hayes Smith's whole thing now is being mad that the Knicks suck. <laughs> that's what he does, amongst other things. <laughs> And then the Niners after that, yeah, like we talked about them. Yeah, like they the could be they could out. be higher, they will be higher, they might be higher, they might not. Who knows? Hmm. They might they might shoot up, who knows? Uh <laughs> you got the, the, Phillies. the Phillies. Yeah, there that makes sense. Then the Packers, the Spurs are a team that like man, they're like consistently uh good and generic, but also like so known for it that They're the power raid of sports. Yeah. Like Yeah. You know they exist. Everyone knows they exist. You get Gatorade yeah. instead. The Yankees are the Gatorade of sports. Yeah. Um, but everyone knows about the Spurs. Yeah, I think aside from the Packers who are who are there, uh, we're going. I'm going to jump up a little bit and look at the Saints as like a team that also outperforms their market size quite considerably. Because yeah, I didn't know that New Orleans uh, is only like. Is a is a pretty small market. It is a five yeah, point one on our scale, yeah. um, which is really low. Really low. I thought it'd be something like a seven. Like I yeah. just assumed New Orleans like a seven, but no, that's a five point one. Um, actually, that, so I'm gonna. They're very popular, despite that. Yeah. To <laughs> cut you off for just a second, because that's actually an interesting point. Because um, I pulled up the averages for every single category we measured. Mm-hmm. Um, so the average league popularity is seven point seven eight. Yeah. Which means the aver- so based on our numbers, the average uh, sports team is in a league that's slightly more popular than Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, their an- average anonymity is five point one five, which actually that's great. Like the mm-hmm. idea that we just pulled a bunch of numbers and the average one is basically in the middle. Yeah, that's prob- That's good. Um, the average market size is eight point three three. I'm not this. The thing about that is that doesn't mean like we shouldn't be shooting for a five out of ten on average for this because we're not dealing with market shares, market sizes that run the gamut. We're dealing with market sizes that generally sit on the higher end of things. Yeah, because pe- that's where yeah. that's where people want to try and make money is in bigger markets. Exactly. So anything under eight point three in market size is below average for any single one of these teams. And then you think about Winnipeg sitting there at 0.4 and it's uh, wild. It just makes me sad. Uh, market share average is at uh, 5.35. Um, and the history average is 5.99, basically six. So, and that puts the average Alpe score. So if you take all those average numbers and plug them into the equation, that the Alpe score for that team is 8.065. Which drops them in nice sixty ninth place. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, uh, right in between the Twins and the Chiefs. Okay, so I, we, that's that's basically the the top the bottom end of the spectrum so far is these are the teams that are the most popular. Yeah, despite you know or you know for 
all the reasons you'd expect a team to be popular and big. Uh, there's a lot of shit in the middle that's kind of fun. Uh, I for this is a noteworthy thing. I pulled the Raiders out of the Bay Area already. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay, you yeah, moved they, them over to Las that, Vegas. I never had them in. I never put them in 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 the Bay Area. Okay. I mean, they have a great market share, um, and they have a solid history. I mean, they land in the they're, less they're, Padres half of the scale. Yeah, they're doing well, but they would do a lot better if I gave them the, if I if I let them. Do the, they've been in the Bay Area. I'm mad at them for that. Like, I think that's a that's a clown move. There's a really funny block of uh, basketball teams at 75 through 80, um, where it's the Jazz and then the New York Mets, and then the Pistons, the Blazers, the Pacers, and the Mavericks. All that makes sense to me, because they all are kind of known, not kind of known. Um, Detroit being the sexiest of those, but they had such, they're not, they haven't been successful in a while, so. Yeah. Yeah. The Blazers make sense there. The Pacers make sense there. The Mavs are going to shoot up. Well, I guess shoot down on this list <laughs> because of the whole Luka Doncic being very, very good at basketball thing. Right. Being the best 20-year-old ever, <laughs> maybe. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, I do want to throw this out there because this is one of the funniest things that happened while I was doing this. Um I pulled up the mean, which, again, the Buffalo Bills are exactly in the middle of this whole thing. I was talking to uh, my girlfriend, Sarah, and I asked her if she had heard of the Bills. She said yes. I asked her if she had heard of the uh, Angels, and she said, I think so, like the movie. Yeah. And then I asked her if she heard of the Colorado Avalanche, and she said, that sounds like an indoor team. True story. (laughs) They literally play indoors. She's right. Completely, completely 100% (laughs) accurate. Which I just I just appreciate that like in the exact middle of the scale I asked a person who does not care about sports at all and got that series of answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where else? Where what else can we look at on this list? The Mariners are smack dab in the middle. I thought they'd be higher. The turns out uh, Seattle is very popular. Now. <laughs> Sounds like this is a, we live in a city that is very big now. It's uh, growing. Where are they? Uh, they are thirty three. Thirty three. Well, yeah, they're oh, on yeah. line 33. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they're 32nd. 31st if oh, we 31st ignore uh, of the Padres. Yeah. yeah, if we ignore the Padres, yeah. Yeah, right between the Atlanta Hawks and the LA Clippers. That number should change for the Clippers Padres. if they win anything, but... Yeah, but they're... <laughs> but they're not. Like, I actually... Like, they still have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and I actually kind of forgot about them this year. Yeah. Well, they're they're very good at basketball. Uh, they're very they're they're a threat, but they have to win it. For, like they like that's the thing that the the things that move your the dial have to be significant. It's like the 49ers all over again. Sure, yeah, are the thirteen three team in the playoffs right now, but they haven't won a playoff game and they haven't been relevant in six years. So who cares really? And the Clippers are kind of like that. Like they had Lob City, that was great, but they Lob City's uh, is more known for getting beat up by Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. <laughs> More than they are, more than they are being great. You know what I mean? They yeah. were supposed to be. They they took over for the Lakers in L.A. were amazing, and they were just not ev- what everyone expected them to be. And then they were dysfunctional, as as sports teams go, when their star players start to hit thirty. <laughs> <laughs> everyone starts to hate each other. Yeah. Shit goes south. 
suddenly it's not suddenly it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That, well, let's see what else do we have here. What 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 is interesting about this? Well, uh, so I actually um, so I pulled up the top twenty, um, and uh, looked at that, and I actually compared states um, in there. I was just counting teams from various states in that top twenty block. Um, Arizona had two, um, the Cardinals and the Coyotes. Um, the Suns did not end up there. I thought they would, um, but they did not. They fell in, where did they show up? At, uh, 48th, um, which is really about the seven seconds or less Suns and Steve Nash. Like, that's what keeps them, that's what keeps them out of the top. I also just think they're well-liked yeah, in, I, their, in their town. No I think they're well-liked yeah. in their town. Like, I think I don't that's think, true. I don't think people are ever mad at them, even when they're not good. I think they're an institution there. Yeah. So so Arizona ended up with two teams in the top 20. There are three Californian teams. Um, that's the Padres, um, who else? The Ducks, and... Oh, the Chargers. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, I wish they were ranked higher, because those fucking clowns, man. Yeah, the Chargers are pretty... <laughs> like, their, their anonymity to league popularity egregiousness, and their market size egregious... Like, that's egregious. Yeah, like, it's like, bad. You, they're in a 9.9 market size, and they their have market, a 9.5 I, league popularity, and their anonymity is 8.9. Yep. Because <laughs> no one cares. No one cares about the Chargers. Have the Chargers ever been at the Super Bowl? I no, I don't they think so. They have. Oh, see, they lost there you the 49ers, go. and it was I'm boosting, funny as hell. I'm boosting their anonymity to nine point two. Steve Young shredded them. <laughs> it was. It wasn't even a game. It was over in the first quarter. All right, I bumped them <clears> up. Oh, this is going to move them uh, just ahead of the Rays. Oh, good for the Rays. <laughs> They're more generic than the most generic baseball team. And that's really how it works. Like, you're supposed to be punished by being anonymous in a large league. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's the, the way, idea. that's how Jacksonville's up there. Uh, that's why the Titans are up there. The Panthers are up there because the, they're all kind of generic. The Houston Texans are kind of up there. Um, and then you, after that, after the Houston Texans, it's a, no NFL teams. It's a sea of, of hockey, baseball, and basketball. Yeah, it's a really, it's actually a really wild moment from um, row. Where is it? Row twenty-two. So the twentieth-ranked team, and then the next NFL team you see is the Colts at number fifty. Yeah, like if you pull, yeah, you can pull over to the uh, market size and league popularity thing, and there's. On, so we have some graphs there you can look at. Like I said, I don't know if you're going to get anything out of them or not, but there's just this... You, know, you can see the lines. I'm yeah. going to change this one up. But you can kind of see where the league popularity numbers fall. And the, that NFL line just disappears. Yeah. Like, it's just gone. Because it's really... It, it, it takes special circumstances to be anonymous in an NFL, in the NFL. Yeah. Like it really like it needs, you need to be the Houston Texans who aren't that anonymous. Really? No, they're very popular. They're very, they're very successful and they're climbing out of this list. Every, every five years they get less anonymous, but they spent like their first 10 years as in their existence as a lot of expansion teams do in complete anonymity, which is crazy that the Las Vegas Golden Knights are at 28 on this list. When, if you told me a hockey team that just fucking started like three <laughs> years ago, like 
where they would be on the list, I'd be like, number one next to the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> <laughs> and no, they're not. They're out. They're actually pretty high for a team that, you know, gets literally, of literally one success. year. Yeah, because they, year. they were out for a year and they won a lot and everybody noticed. Yeah, and the market know? the market size the market rating for Vegas is not high. It's a six point two. Yeah. So it's it's not great. They're going straight off of recent success and just a lack of genericness. I do want to throw this out there that the Sabres and the Knights are literally tied. Oh, yeah. They have the exact <laughs> same Padres rating. They are. Uh, yeah. Well, the Sabres can fix that. <laughs> they move. <laughs> I don't know what I have against Buffalo. I think because <laughs> Buffalo Bills fans... Got they got more weird about Colin Kaepernick than literally any other fan base. They were burning like they were burning like his, his jerseys and stuff. And I'm just like, note to self, Bills fans are dickheads. <laughs> Did they <laughs> like, throw away their Nikes when he uh, wore uh, shoes? Sounds like some bullshit that they do. Yeah, like I don't I don't necessarily like Buffalo sports fans. So for that for literally that's the only reason why I hate them. Like I just think I that's what I associate them with. I think they're weird and gross, and I don't like them at all. That makes sense to me. Yeah, so I, I I'm fully I'm fully supporting clowning them and saying that all their favorite sports teams should move away <laughs> to bigger cities, <laughs> which is would be mean and shitty to say about a small town. Otherwise, but also fuck these people. <laughs> so I'm looking looking at some of these graphs. Um, one of the things that strikes me is that history rankings. You can see a definite increase in general, on average, where based on where teams fall in their Alpi rank. What league has the best history rankings? I want to. I would imagine baseball, right? Just overall, just because of all the teams um, that have been around since actually eighteen hundreds and shit. I can figure this out, but it's going to take me a second to get the data in order. Okay. Well, so. I mean, because like my one of my my favorite ever sports team is the San Francisco Giants. And they have a pretty high history rating, and they actually aren't very good right now. And even when they were good, they weren't that popular in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, even yeah. when they were winning titles, it wasn't like it was very hyper regional. The Giants, uh, the Giants' popularity. Mm-hmm. So, like, I thought there might be a chance that they could be in like you know the top thirty. But sure. their their history and their market size hold them up in such a way that like. All right, so I can tell you right now, the average history rating for the NHL is 5.55. Woof. Um, the average history history rating in Major League Baseball is 6.47. Pretty good. Um, the average history rating for the NBA is 5.65. Checks out. And the average history rating in the NFL is 6.17. Okay. Wait, what was the baseball number again? Uh, let me do it again. Hang My on. bad, sorry. So who had the who had the higher one? Um, I think the MLB did. Okay, that makes sense because there's just yeah six point four seven against like six point one seven. Yeah, if I look at the history numbers, like the Yankees have a ten, uh, mm-hmm. the only one of the only teams to have a ten in history. The Red Sox are nine point eight. The Giants are a nine point two. The Dodgers are a nine point two. It's just it's good. Yeah, it's good. it's good in the. If oh, it's, sorry, were you reading that? I just re- I was, but it's it. fine. It does, like I've covered enough. Like mm-hmm. you can tell from here, even teams like like Cleveland, 
who are very anonymous still have a seven in the history rating right. just for being uh, the Milwaukee Brewers have a seven point three because Hank Aaron is a big fucking deal. Um, Let's go back to the White Ho- The White Sox have an eight point five because cheating is pretty fucking wild in baseball. And you know what? Y'all, you don't really get you don't really get uh, punished for cheating in baseball. So really, like it only adds to their glamour. Yeah, the Black Sox scandal. Uh, yeah, then we have teams like the Cubs that have very historic. The Cardinals, super strong and in their history ra- ranking. Uh, yeah, Philly's super, super strong. Uh, there's so many baseball teams that have such rich histories because of how long they go around. Like, the, the Giants are literally the one of the most winningest teams in all of sports because they've been around for 140. Yeah, because they've been there forever. The Dodgers are sort of the same way when you include their yeah. Brooklyn years. Like, oh, yeah, you have to include the yeah, the the, Brook, the New York years for both the Giants and Dodgers. And then they, they have, like, 140 years. Like, how many teams in North America have 140 years? (laughs) A century and a half. Nearly a century and a half of existing. That's so... You can do so much in that time. (laughs) And these teams, like the Dodgers and Giants, are really taking advantage of that. Yeah. Well, and one thing, too, that's, like, interesting, especially when I look at um, the hockey numbers, is there's a lot of teams that we've given really low history scores... But that's also because a lot of these teams are expansion teams. Like, yeah, because because hockey's all trying very to expand. New. Yeah, like the original six. This might shock all of all of you involved, but the original six are way the fuck up there. Um, that the Leafs, the Canadians, the Blackhawks, the Bruins, the Wings, the Rangers, the Jets, the Penguins, the Flyers, the Oilers. Like all these guys have good history scores. Um, yeah, the top because they're original they're the originals yeah the top the top five in canada and and i mean in hockey is more historic than the top five in baseball overall in Mm -hmm. in their average numbers yeah it's just it's just baseball has a lot of very historic teams it's true a lot whereas hockey's had so many issues with clubs closing and then expansion teams being created and trying to keep the league going that way yeah Well, and also they moved a bunch of historic because, like, the Avalanche themselves were moved from uh, Quebec into Denver, and a lot of people were very upset about it. So, yeah. And then we've we've got my favorite hockey team, the Sharks, who, despite successful almost every year, they go to the playoffs almost every year for the last twenty years. No one knows who they are. Nope. No idea. They <laughs> They're fall propped in up at, uh, by market size. <laughs> they fall in at 56th. Then um, what happens when you're in a big right. market and you're kind of pretty good? That's They're pretty much smack in the middle. No one's mad at it. Yeah, no one's mad at it. They're them, the Blues, and the uh, New York Jets just kind of existing in that <laughs> situation just <laughs> together as one. I mean, it's worth note. So one of the things I want to note is we do have the Bills currently as our median. They are separated from the Miami Heat as the median of anonymity by literally seven thousandths of a point. It makes sense because they're a big market. Um, Miami, when they spike in relevancy, go way up. But when they're not literally winning championships with some of the greatest players of all time they are no one goes no one no one notices even if they make the playoffs even if they're like a five seed in the east or six or like a four seed in the east they're Mm -hmm. still not gonna be big well and like the most relevant so even if you let's just look at this as like 
the Heat are propped up a huge amount by um, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, right? They have the yeah. 2006 title with uh, Dwayne, which I don't. I remember Dwayne Wade winning that title, but I really don't remember the Miami Heat doing it. If that's if that's our measure, right? I remember Shaq. <laughs> I know Shaq was there. Shaq, yeah. Shaq, and Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Pretty much, Shaq was like, "I don't need you, Kobe." I've actually got a way better version of you. <laughs> and you know what? He's not a dickhead. And Kobe was like, fine, see what I care. And then he won a title. Yeah. And Kobe was like, turns out I care. Uh, <laughs> and then he went and got Gasol. I'm very mad now. <laughs> and then he, well, he demanded a trade first. He complained. Uh, yes. Kobe wanted to leave LA. So a lot of people like to forget. A lot of Mamba fans like to forget that Kobe wanted out of LA. Because uh, Shaq was gone, even though he literally pushed Shaq out. Yeah, because the co- the team that Kobe made wasn't good, it turns out. <laughs> and that surrounding yourself with Matt Barnes and fucking... <laughs> no, I don't think Matt. Matt Barnes was a warrior at that time. Surrounding yourself with, like, Lamar Odom and guys that no one's ever heard of, and, like, Luke Walton. Like, like that. not great, but, you know, no. whatever. Eh. And then later, Luke Walton was the coach. <laughs> <laughs> and then not the coach, because LeBron was like... I don't like you. <laughs> I just don't like you. And Luke's like, well, what don't you like about me? Your existence on my team. Just go away. <laughs> and then he vanished. All right. Well, that's kind of, that's, that's, that's our Padres that's thing. It. That's our yeah. Padres list. Yeah. Uh, we put a lot of work into it. It's very nerdy. You can get a visual there. The companion will be released. It's released as you're listening to this. So mm-hmm. hopefully you listen to this while you looked at the rankings and wondered why your favorite team is ranked so yeah. poorly. <laughs> I mean, it's not our fault. It's just math, man. I'm sorry. I didn't do this. Uh, sorry to Jets fans. Uh, yeah. Sorry to... Uh, sorry I do. To... I do have to say that because the origination of this joke is that all NL West teams not uh, named the Giants or the Padres, or the Giants or the, the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers are the Padres. just the Padres, which is just the Diamondbacks and the Rockies, and they are ranked 41st and 42nd. Yeah, not true. Right next to each other. <laughs> separated by three hundredths of a point. Yeah, the continuation of that oral history is that I continued to tweet about this joke for like the next five years. Of me, and then in 2015, I stopped calling the Diamondbacks the racist Padres. They just became like the reptilian Padres, or, or like the desert Padres. Uh, the Braves became the racist Padres for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. Uh, Where the, did the, the Braves Mariners? land? I gotta find them. They're in the middle somewhere. They're uh, 91st. Yeah, they. Then we had. Then the Angels were the Disney Padres. Yep. The Mariners became the Sea Padres. Yep. Um. And then the Clippers are just basketball Padres. At times, I will call the Warriors basketball Padres, but winning three titles really takes that out of my mouth. Takes yeah. that garbage out of my straight out, <laughs> snatch that shit right out of my right out of my throat. Yeah. So, oh, I congratulations, wanna... Warriors, for making me look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I do want to throw this final note out there because I did talk. I did try and figure out how many uh, who were the states most represented in the top twenties of the Padres rankings. And like I said, Arizona had two teams. Mm-hmm. California had three teams. Florida had four teams, but Carolina, both of them, had three teams represented. Damn, dude. (laughs) Um, In the Hurricanes, the Panthers, and Charlotte Hornets, making Carolina, both North and South, I would argue, the most Padres states. The most Padresist. Mm-hmm. The most genericist. I would have loved to give that title to Florida, but it turns out Florida's full of crazy people. Yeah. It's 
Carolina. California makes sense because they have too much space. There's just too much shit. Like you can't wanna, like yeah. There's a lot of three, people want to make sports teams there. Yeah, like three they, three sports teams in the top twenty in California makes sense just because they're fucking huge. And uh, apparently the Bay Area has an opening for an NFL team. <laughs> Chargers, if you're listening, just, they should just move to St. Louis, man. Fuck it. How about the hey Buffalo Bills? <laughs> How would you like to be the Oakland Bills? Will it make sense? No, but neither do the Lakers in LA. So <laughs> does it matter? No. Does none of this matters? None of it fucking matters. All right, uh, we got any hype drags this week? Uh, so many. If I, I don't really want to talk about Aubrey Huff because he's like a dangerous psychopath now who gets who's yeah. Like Aubrey Huff. Like Aubrey Huff person. is awful. <laughs> it's like I guess I don't really want to need to waste a lot of time on him and just explaining him because his popularity is growing and it just is creepy and weird now. Um, it always was, but I'm going to do have, we should mention that, uh, David Stern, former NBA commissioner died. Um, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about David Stern. I'm not really a, don't speak ill of the dead guy, but I will say that David Stern did start the WNBA and put a huge amount of work into it. And that was a good thing. He did a lot of other shitty things too. And he was kind of a shitty dude in a lot of ways. But he did do that one thing. Infamous also, uh, if you're a Lakers fan, for basketball reasons. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's actually pretty funny. Um, um, I want to mention, also I'm going to mention that Derek Rose and uh, Carmelo Anthony are currently uh, high up there in all-star voting. Which, so I would like to drag voting. Um, do you, I mean, I don't really have a problem with Melo getting a send-off like this. A send-off is fine. And it's um, like, a, like a, he's not bad. Like, sure, his numbers are good, but when he gets the ball in the fourth quarter and the, down the stretch when they need buckets, he doesn't make them. <laughs> I, have less, I have less of a problem with Carmelo because, sure, like, a send-off, yeah. although he's... Derrick Rose being out there is fucking terrible. Fuck Derrick Rose. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't vote for Derrick Rose. His vote against Derrick Rose. His continuing redemption arc is disgusting. Yeah. We've talked about him at length. So uh, Basketball's good. Basketball is good. Basketball. Like, what's your, what's your favorite thing about this season so far? Not related to a team that you love. Not related to a team that I love. Because <laughs> then we both just say Lakers and Nuggets. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could actually say a Lakers thing, which is that watching LeBron play with AD has been fun as hell. It's uh, wild, dude. Because LeBron's on this mission to just like get him an MVP to make AD happy, make AD stay, prolong LeBron's career, make LeBron more relevant. It's very much an Emperor uh, Ray situation. (laughs) (laughs) Except if the Emperor could actually get Ray to come over, that's what you would have with LeBron and AD. I don't, I haven't seen it yet, so. Uh, Like, on purpose? Like, what's the... (laughs) Just, you're not, you're not out here yet? (laughs) Like, trying to get in on these Star Wars takes while they're still hot? So, and annoying. <laughs> I love Star Wars. I truly, truly do. Yeah. I don't. I really enjoyed, um, actually, uh, the Last Jedi. It's fucking amazing. It's it, like one of the best Star Wars movies ever. Yeah. I don't really. I don't need really go need to go see fucking J.J. Abrams make a fan service movie that rolls back all the fun stuff. Right. Like I'm not saying the Last Jedi was perfect. It had its problems, but yeah, I'm not like. I'm going to go see it at some point, or I'll watch it somewhere, whatever, but I don't know. This is the first time I've not been excited about a Star Wars movie, and I just haven't bothered to put the effort forward to go see it. 
Well, the Mandalorian's still out there, and that shit's fucking amazing. <laughs> Baby Yoda's the greatest thing that ever has been on television. Like, I, I just want to watch Baby Yoda do things. I want to see him drink. I just want to see him walk. Like, Baby Yoda walking is one of the cutest things in the world. I have to take your word for that. I also haven't seen The Mandalorian. Why do you hate Star Wars? I just told you I did! <laughs> God damn it! Stop putting that on me! <laughs> uh, it's great, um, I want to hype uh, some baseball owners for giving a lot of money to some players much quicker than they did last time. <laughs> I want to drag baseball owners for not giving them more money. Or yeah. giving me some money. You're like, they should just have less money in general, frankly. Baseball really set a precedent last year that the hot stove is dead. Yeah. Uh, that you shouldn't get excited or expect anything. When things happen, you're pleasantly surprised, and then you just kind of get depressed about baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm a Mariner season ticket holder now. Yeah, you told me about that. Where are Weird, your seats? Right? Uh, 300s. I'm you're not, not ever going to sit there. I will. I will. The, we got good seats in yeah. the 300s. Uh, they were well-priced. Uh, Jane got them for me for Christmas. Thank Aww. you, Jane. She's here right now. She is here. She's babysitting the puppy. <laughs> Who's very cute. He's he's very cute. You're very cute, puppy. Especially when he's asleep like that. Oh, I love him when he's asleep. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best shit in the world when he's asleep. When he's asleep next to me, it's like the best. But like when he's out there like being a puppy during the day and just being like, hey, do what I want. I'm like, I can't. I actually have to do this. Well, have you considered just, like, fucking off and doing what I want? <laughs> and he really, truly doesn't get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just got a pup. We just got a puppy. His name's Willie, after Willie McCovey. He's adorable. Uh, stairs are hard for him. Uh, sometimes you got to carry him because he has a small bladder and you don't want him to leak while he come- <laughs> goes down the stairs. It's going up the stairs is a lot easier. We're, we're getting, we're getting, it's, we're taking strides. Potty training's right. hard. I stepped and pee right before the podcast. Was kind of cranky about it. I'm now I'm less cranky because I'm asleep <laughs> and it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, it's that's my right. that's my winter. <laughs> I also was here, not here specifically, just sort of generally around. Yeah, yeah. Well, basketball's good. Football's almost over. Um, Wait, base- did we get around to your favorite basketball thing? Not belonging to your team. Oh, I mentioned that uh, LeBron and AD have been fun to watch. Oh, okay. Um, I do have to... So i got to eat a little bit of crow on this one. Yeah. Um, I watched a Rockets game the other day, and I am loudly and aggressively on record saying I hate watching James Harden. I had some fun watching James Harden. I think with Russell, they're so weird and volatile and good. It's like, so it's strange. so odd. I don't like James Harden's style, but it's effective, and Russell is just like... I don't know, he's just like, the. it sucks because he shouldn't be a sidekick because he's very, very good, but he's the perfect sidekick. Well, so, one of the, so what happened to me, and this is going to seem like some sort of humble brag style shit, and I don't really mean it that way, but I re, I've realized I can see what James Harden is going to do before he does it. Like, I know he's going to drive to the basket. I know he's going to shoot a step back three. I know what he's mm-hmm. going to do. And I will say that out loud to people who are watching the game with me. And everyone will be very like, oh, you called it. I'm like, yeah, I did. And here's the thing. But the thing about that is that if I can see it, then I guarantee every single one of the five defenders on the court can see it too. And they can't stop it. And they can't stop it. Yeah. Which is amazing to watch. The step back is lethal. Uh, The corny drive 
foul is even more lethal. <laughs> like it's like it's not sexy, but it's it's useful. But I don't hate the step back. I hate the corny drive foul. The corny drive foul is the worst because he's doing. He's essentially just like, ah, I'm a superstar now. I could get away with whatever I want. I'm gonna drive face first in here, kneecaps, and the referee's gonna give it to me <laughs> every <laughs> single fucking time. And yeah, one well, my favorite thing. I will have a f- couple favorite things. I have Luka Doncic, who's been amazing, being the greatest twenty-year-old. I guess. Well, up to this point, we'll see. He won't win the MVP no. over Giannis. Um, apparently, he might not. Apparently, AD won't be there either because AD is hurt right now again. Um, not serious, but still, yeah. Just l- losing time loses you. An MVP. Yeah, you don't you don't get the hardware by getting hurt. Yeah, uh, and John ja Morant, fucking amazing. John ja Morant's John awesome. Morant's the best. I've been talking up John ja Morant since he was at Murray State, and I will do that till the day I die. <laughs> Even if he turns into a bust, I don't give a fuck. Some of ja his Morant dunks, rules. Some of his dunks, the way that he gets vertical uh, over big men on the move without like getting a jump like a michael jordan free throw jump where he'll go straight to the rim stop jump get the most air in the world get over a big dunk on him yep fucking crazy like it's just it doesn't make sense it looks like it looks like nba 2k where like the game fucked up and you're playing a 99 overall character and you're like haha i could do anything that's what john Morant <laughs> looks like when he goes to the rim He's unbelievable. Yeah, he he's looks like great. He's, he looks like he has rockets in his shoes. Yeah, which like, is like crazy. The the Grizzlies are like a player away mm-hmm. from like being good next year. <laughs> They'll need that in order to move out of where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Damn it. Not good place. <laughs> they are 43rd. Just ahead of the Thunder and just behind the Rockies. Oh, I thought we were looking at NBA standings. That's right. We developed a metric, everyone. Uh, <laughs> let's see, what else do I like about the NBA? There's more. Uh, I like that Brandon Ingram is an offensive stud, and everyone can see it now, that he doesn't have to wait for LeBron to give him the ball. Uh, <laughs> I like, let's see, I said Luca. Man, there's one more thing. I like I like Devin Booker is playing well. Uh, let's see who is really, really cool right now. Mellow is funny as shit. Mellow's funny for the not the reasons he wants to be good. Like no. I like that he puts up numbers because then he he's commanding the ball. But when he gets the ball down the stretch, he loses the game for the Blazers, and it's hilarious. Yeah, he's uh he's regressed to his late year Knicks yeah. style, but he's still point. putting up points though. So it's like that's what he does. He scores points. Mellow's always scored points. Mellow is going to score nineteen points. Yeah. How long is it going to take him to do that? And how many shots is he going to take away from players who are actually doing a good job today? Yeah. That's up in the air. But he's going to score 19 points. Yeah. Oh, I like uh, the Pacers. Uh, really? DeMontis you like Sabonis. the Pacers? I love the Pacers this year. DeMontis Sabonis is doing I suppose great. that's acceptable. When Oladipo comes back. They are. They're going to get into the playoffs. 79th. There you go. That's pretty good. <laughs> the, when, when, now that they have, when Sabonis, Sabonis is coming to form... When Oladipo comes back, they're going to be a real threat in the East, and they're going to—it's going to happen real fast. I think Oladipo comes back soon-ish, maybe February. They—they're obviously going to be like maybe. Let's see where they, where do they stand right now? They're sixth. So that's a position to make a run when you get one of the best two-way players back. 
like a two, uh, an elite two-way guard. Like, yeah. you can make a run at that point. You can piss off teams like the 76ers and the Raptors. You're going to get stone cold by Giannis. <laughs> but it'll be fun watching them get there. And the Jimmy Heat are good. This is all true. I, lo- I like I like Jimmy's style of um, basically Larry Birding all over the place. <laughs> he's Larry Birdish, <laughs> like he's just hardcore, and like you don't really see it, but it's there, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm into it. Yeah. Oh, That's, we've we've I, gone I over. We're we've good. gone over. Uh, we we're, we're at the 147 mark. We are an hour and 47 in. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that explains why I have to pee so bad. Yeah. Um, this what? is it. This Thanks for listening. Uh, please, you're listening to us on the thing. You're listening to us right now. So Sound good Coast, job. Google Play, iTunes. I don't know. There's more. Who cares? Tweeted us at All Sports Are Bad. That's Patrick JCS. And he's wildly pointless. Those that's are Twitter bad. handles. Yeah, that's yeah. Twitter handles. Twitter handles. Yeah. 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 Uh, bye, internet. Goodbye. Sorry, Winnipeg. <laughs> Actually, genuinely sorry, sorry to Winnipeg. That's this is mean. They didn't. They they didn't deserve it, and I did, we know neither of us meant to meant to do this to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate, though, so I'm not gonna take it away. It's it's what it is. Sorry. Sorry, Winnipeg. Bye. Yeah.